Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. I'd rather be talking about ideas than maybe some of the negativity in the world. And it's a purposefully optimistic choice too. I think sometimes people equate it with naivety, but being purposefully optimistic is, a, is an intentional choice. Being purposeful about thinking, about grabbing ideas, about exploring possibility is not knowing that there's a high likelihood that a lot of things won't pan out, but you don't kill it at the beginning. That's just not how brainstorming works. It's not how mm. ideas have to kind of get batted around and what about this and what about that? And it sparks new ideas. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. It's time for you to increase your influence, grow your business and scale to freedom. Now, let's enter the lab with your host, Samantha Riley. Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab almost to the end of the year. We're really on the last final couple of weeks now. It's almost Christmas. I don't know about you. I don't know if you're, if you've already checked out, if it's uh, vacation time has started already, or if you still got your foot on the pedal. I definitely always work right up until the end of the year. Even when I'm not working with my clients, this is the time of the year that I get super clear on what it is that I'm doing next year so that I hit the ground running. You know, so many people don't have a plan and spend time chasing their tail and and I don't want to do that. I don't want to waste time. So if you're a little bit like me and you want to finish out the year, I am running my final masterclass or my final live training of the year this week, this Thursday or Wednesday for in the the Northern Hemisphere on how to build your coaching business and make six figures in six months or less. So if you're wanting to grow your business next year, um, charge higher fees, move from delivering on a one-to-one basis with your clients and moving to a one-to-many delivery model, and if you're ready to add six figures to your business in the ne- in the first six months of next year, then I'd love you to join me. Just head to samanthariley.global forward slash masterclass and I would love to hang out with you for the final time in 2019. Now, today's episode is all about how to get booked on more podcasts and today's featured guest is Brent Basham from Podit and Brent is, he's a hoot. Now, Brent is one part dad, one part podcaster, another part co-founder of Podit, another part MCU fan, another part tech enthusiast, and finally, one part attempted comedian. He says to me, is that too many parts? I don't think so. Brent shares a lot of stories today, tells us all about the platform that he's got that connects podcasters to podcast guests. And we have a great chat about creating content, about visions, about all sorts of things. So without further ado, let's welcome Brent Basham into the Thought Leaders Business Lab. 
Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Brent. It's awesome to have you here. Joining me here today. I am beside myself that I got to come on your show. Oh, so I'm cool. so excited. I've been waiting. So I met you back in Atlantic City. Gosh, when was that? Was it August, September? I can't even remember now. A this few weeks ago. It's been a, there's been a blur for me too. It's been a blur for me too. <laughs> I met you there at, well, it was MapCon, now IndiePodCon moving forward at the conference there hosted by Super Joe Pardo and met you and learned about this amazing platform that you have just started to build and you're starting to build out and had to have you on the show to talk about that because I think what you're creating is just amazing, which is Podit. That's the platform that you're building out. Why don't you start by letting us know what exactly is Podit? Who's it for? So Podit right now, the short version, is that it's a network to connect podcasts and guests. We were podcasters. It was a show called Digital Dads. I was a parent raising three kids. As you can imagine, that took a lot of my free time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got we ended three up, kids. I'm hearing you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's challenging, and you know, but my show was about raising kids, and, and I loved it. And we we were able to get on a lot of fantastic guests. I feel like I was made better for it. A lot of the audience members, it literally some of the emails. I'm sure you can relate. I mean, we had emails from dads in the delivery room telling us how they were there and had a little more courage to be a dad for the first time because of listening to us, which is really heavy because you don't expect that when you just grab a mic and start talking, you know, but it was powerful. It was an amazing experience. We did that for about three years and we got to the point where we hit the typical, you know, air quote pod faded where basically that's a fancy way of saying we quit. Um, we, we quit slowly, right? We quit slowly in our, in our mind. We didn't quit immediately. We kind of took a break and then it turned it into, anyway, they call it pod fading. I guess a lot of people do that. So that's what happened. And, and it was, a, it was a combination of a lot of things. I don't, don't attribute it entirely to that guest discovery connection process, but that was one facet of creating a, a well put together show. And we took a lot of pride in our show and we never amassed an enormous audience, but we had a lot of, like I said, a lot of good value in the people that listen and we took it very seriously. So there was a lot of effort put into finding those guests going on Amazon. I mean, it's just, where do you go for that? Mm. Really? I mean, there's a couple of places, but there's not a de facto place of let me go find an amazing guest and let me find a university professor. Or we had a pediatrician who came on their emergency room pediatrician talking about summer safety tips and she'd seen drownings and talking about dry drownings and all that kind of stuff. And so we wanted those people to be part of the network too. So that was kind of the first sort of genesis of the whole thing is how can we solve this pain point? But it wasn't until two years later that we realized we're the tech guys, we quit this podcast and there's still not a great solution. So let's solve that. So that was kind of what led us to two years worth of hard work around jobs and kids and everything else maybe squeezing in a little entertainment here and there, a Marvel movie. That was it. And, you know, me and Andrew, my co-host, created this, got to this point. We brought on a designer. We brought on another programmer. And then recently we brought on an architect because getting into phase two, which I'm sure you probably want me to touch on, but that's kind of like the big vision for it is that it really kind of drills into when I was interacting with these guests, I got a lot of value from those relationships, much like you and I talking at dinner or talking here, you know, those small relationships. And I think, you know, I've really been thinking a lot about this lately. And I think what happens is when you get into this content creation space or people putting their best self out there, what happens is you're meeting people, not with the negativity of the day, you're meeting people spirit to spirit. I'm meeting you at my best self presented with you and your best self. And 
there's some kind of magic that happens in those moments or, you know, as mastermind, I think he called it in, in Napoleon Hill, thinking or rich, where two people coming together in that sort of third entity where it's just bigger than the two of us. And so we really started thinking about where can this go as we grow and I'm probably ahead of myself. We're very, very new and, and it's just getting kicked off. But we really feel like there's other ways these content creators can connect and grow as a result of those relationships. So in the short term, that means connecting a podcast with a guest or a guest finding a podcast, which is really valuable for both parties. Mm-hmm. But in the longer term, there's so many ways we can connect each other and empower each other in maybe small groups or curated content or various things we can do to just elevate the whole community. And I don't think there's anything like that. You know, like I told you earlier, Facebook is very much in my mind, connect and show where you show everybody what you're doing and where you're at and what vacation. We want to create something that's connect and grow. That's purpose built for people Mm. like us to be better. Totally. So essentially it's a platform where you solved a problem because you couldn't find guests for your show. So you've created a platform to bring podcast hosts and guests together. And one of the things that you just said was that you're probably getting a bit ahead of yourself. But what I want to shine a light on here is that that getting ahead of yourself, as you've put it, is actually what drew me to you and was a very intense at dinner conversation. You certainly got me in my intense moment. I have that effect, right? I have that effect. (laughs) Well, most people that know me well, they're like, my my nickname is Intensity. That's that's why we were kindred spirits that way. Right. We sat at dinner and I think... (laughs) I remember Leon saying to me, I just watched your back for like an hour because <laughs> like, we just got into that conversation. But yeah. got me was your, the vision and the purpose of this is what the platform is, but this is not really what it is. I.e., right. it's, a, it's the, you know, the vehicle is we're going to connect people. This was the problem. But the vision is so much more than that. And I think that you know, it's that vision that people buy into. It's that, Mm -hmm. you know, as soon as you were talking about this connect and grow and content creators coming together, you know, this is my world. I think collaborations and relationships are what can make or break a business. And that there's too many people that get into business and sit in fear behind their computer or their laptop and don't reach out to people, don't have conversations. And I ran a group training on this with my guys this morning saying that, your business results will have a direct correlation to the amount of conversations that you're having every single week. You need to be building these relationships. So us coming together is me going, wow, I love this platform, but it's so much more than that. It's this vision of bringing people together and connecting and growing. So I guess the reason I'm bringing this up is I think that like we do have to, what you've said, get ahead of yourselves, but I think that we really need to connect to that vision right from the beginning because that's what has people drawn to us and want to be, you know, that want to get on the bus and go on that journey with us. But, you know, what, what's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, I'll take all the advice from you I can get. We're, we're like I said, we're, we're a few guys trying to put together a product that solved the pain point. And to be honest with you, that was the initial thought and that's what we set out to do and we're computer guys and that's that. I also happen to be somebody who really believes and has grown to believe strongly late, later in life or middle life or whatever you want to call it, the power of connection with other people. And so that idea really resonated with me. It's, it's tricky with this in that I've, with the messaging and with the vision and the, how we communicate it to everybody because trying to find a way to communicate it in an effective way that doesn't overpromise way too mm-hmm. early 
Mm. And, and then they get there and they say, well, that's not what this is yet. And I'm saying, I understand that, but please come along for the ride because we really believe that we can make this into something. So it's a little bit of a tightrope and I'm learning as I'm going with this. I've never created something as massive as a software as a service, which to be frank with you is the, probably the single biggest challenge I've ever taken on um, with all the nuts and bolts and the nuances and the product decisions about what is the user experience here and what would make this valuable for them there and how can we make it the thing they need now that solves the problem. Even I'll take it even further on you. Right now we're looking at solving the problem of how do we make this valuable for people while the network is small, right? Mm-hmm. While there aren't a lot of guests in there. So how do we make it valuable outside the network to build the network, to grow it to a place that we can actually have the network. And now we can, instead of just similar people, we can maybe say, oh, here's a suggested group you might want to get in because you just said, we know who you are. We know you're interested in podcasting. Sam can help you with all kinds of new podcasting. You'd love her. And all of a sudden that connection gets made and both people are elevated. But Mm. figuring out sort of strategy because I'm very in my mind and my team my poor poor team um, (laughs) I'm dragging them along they're all devs you know and they're having to try to uh, as rapidly as they can manifest into reality some of the things that I'm trying to you know and they're keeping up with features and I'm talking you know a year or two down the road and they're you know they love the vision of it I think that's largely why they're on board as well but it's tricky and I think right now we're working really hard to get to a point where we can all take this on full time because right now it's around occupations and get to a point where we're creating something really valuable that people are buying onto, jumping, not buying in terms of money, but buying onto in terms of using, getting value out of, they're actually making bookings, everything's happening like we want it to happen and then keep escalating. So it'd be interesting for me to figure out, and like I said, I'm all ears on how I can start to sort of massage that message in, in key places and keep that sort of bigger picture in mind while kind of coming back here and building real Mm. tangible things for people. 